Hey, Real Nerds listeners, your favorite host, Ryan, here to remind you that social media is great. How great is it? There's many ways you can find the Real Nerds on social media. You can download us on iTunes. You can listen to us streaming on Stitcher Radio. You can call us 720-6Nerds5. Aw, man, our website is so cool. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You want to leave some fan mail? Oh, that's so easy, realnerds at gmail.com. Twitter, we got it, at real underscore nerds. You can even like us on Facebook. Thank you so much, and hey, enjoy the show. Welcome to Real Nerds at Denver Comic-Con 2015. We hope you enjoy the following interview. Welcome to the Real Nerds podcast. We are live on the Denver Comic-Con floor, and I'm here with n- nobody special. Just just Dan Weingart. Hi. Uh, back uh, for... This is your very first convention. Yes. How, how has it been? You, picked, you picked a doozy. Uh, apparently so, yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of cool stuff to go look at. Yeah. Uh, lots of artists, lots of... People showing their art, showing their comics they've written, their other books that I went and bought a book from some other author I'd never heard of before. So, oh, cool, Kevin Anderson, Kevin J. Anderson, The Edge of the World. Yeah, this is this is cool looking. What sold oh, me? Yeah, so here's what's okay. You you tell me, tell me about it. Talk to me. So what sold me on this is that the guy said there are three books in this series and that's it. And I said, <laughs> oh, awesome, Be- because I want like the same booth had a whole bunch of Dune books and I had heard that I should read Dune. Yeah, but there's like five million. Dune books, and, right. and I said, "Do you have just one?" And he's like, "We actually don't." I'm like, right. well, then you, you messed up because that's <laughs> the one I wanted. So, um, you know, I'm sure I can get that on my Kindle or something else. But Kevin J. Anderson also writes Dune. Um, does he? Yes, he does. I did not know that. Um, you know, if if you uh, if if people listening go listen to the interview that we did just earlier today with Kevin J. Anderson, <laughs> um, they will learn a lot about what things he writes and how he got into writing and all of that. That's pretty cool. I did take a uh, like a little thing that they have about like here's what you should do if you want to get into writing just like a little thing oh, cool. with some info on it so that, that's actually pretty cool um, because that's always interesting me but you know yeah. I, I don't know whatever um, and then god I had one more oh yeah he also had written a bunch of Star Wars books as it turns out right and so I was kind of talked to him about that and um, he said that there are like just you know that there are hundreds of those things out there by oh yeah several many different authors oh um, yeah and they're all just kind of off in their own little side part of it now that they've kind of taken a lot of that and just pushed it aside yeah. to make room for the films they're doing now, I guess. So. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. So what's the, like, did you see some cool cosplays? What are the things that, like, stood out to you? Uh, I the, So I walked in front of one photo by mistake, and it was uh, Daenerys Targaryen. You're the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were totally cool about it. Cool. Um, and it, it was pretty good costume that she put together. Yeah. So uh, she did really well there. Uh, you and I saw the Groot, the kid that was dressed as Groot, walk by earlier. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good Yes. A uh, kid up on, like, I don't know, foot and a half tall platforms walking around. That looked really difficult for him. I don't think I told you about uh, yesterday. There was a woman who, she was dressed up as Gamora, and then her, I think it was her son, um, was there in you know, probably, like, four dressed up as Rocket Raccoon. And wow. it was a really good Rocket Raccoon, too. That's pretty good. Uh, I mean, the head was like a like a stuffed animal, you know, Rocket 
raccoon head. Um, but the rest of the costume, like the boots and everything else, was like awesome. It was just perfect. That's good. Yeah, it was a really good costume. <laughs> um, yeah, and I saw a, uh, I've seen a couple of Star-Lords as well. Um, and that's a pretty easy one because you just need like... Like a, like a red jacket yeah. or black or, and yeah, boots like a, yeah. and like a gun. Yeah, because if you don't have the mask, that's okay. Or, like, or like like headphones and a little cassette player. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah the headphones like, and the cassette player would be a good part of it. So I, sure. I actually haven't seen a single Star-Lord, for what it's worth. Oh, okay. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot. I've just seen a couple. I've seen more Groots and Gamoras than I have seen Star-Lords. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Cool. All right. Um, awesome. Apart from that, I have been meaning to ask you this for a while. Have you seen True Detective? Yeah. Is that worth watching? Um, so, you should watch the first season of Fargo before you watch True Detective. Because um, hmm. it's better. It's way better. And it does a lot of the same things. Um, True Detective is a really well-made show. It's really interesting. And, um, and yes, it, I think it's worth watching. I think it doesn't have any characters that I like. And I think that it, um, it doesn't stick the landing. Like, it, the end of that show is disappointing in so many ways to me. Not the last... The last shot is really good. But the, the things that happen are not what I was hoping would happen. Like, the resolution, the reveals are not as cool and interesting as I was hoping that they would be based on what they set up. So, I don't know. I think it's worth checking out. It's pretty good. Um, Rad. It's definitely interesting, but it's not... It is not like the second coming of awesome mystery shows. The truth is, Fargo is. Fargo's really good. And, like, the other thing that interests me about it is that it is a... uh that like you know their first season is its own kind of contained thing and then they're doing season two coming up soon and right. it's kind of its own contained thing yeah w- uh, featuring Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell yeah so yeah and then uh, one other person that I can't remember who it is uh, uh, oh shoot what's her name Rachel um, Rachel, Rachel McAdams, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, yeah totally it's Rachel McAdams so um, yeah and that part is really cool um, I really enjoy that but uh, yeah like know. they can tell a beginning middle and end and then it's done that's right. nice yes exactly like, and the, you know not to keep harping back to this but Fargo is the same way <laughs> the, the next season is going to be ten, like somewhat related because it's like it goes back 30 years and the main character is the mother of the main character from the last season but the obviously the mysteries and everything that's going on the villains are all totally do that's yeah. loose enough that it, it yeah. can be considered so, like its own thing right yeah, totally. yeah. but that, that's been one of my favorite trends recently is like your your American Horror Stories you know those your right. true detectives yeah, I guess that's the other big example where yeah. they yeah each season stands on its own because it's kind of it gets you everything that's great about like a miniseries right where you get to be you get to have a a complete story in that season um but you also hopefully, well, but it gets made, right? Because miniseries don't get made anymore because marketing them and making them is just so expensive, and there's no, there's no long tail on it. You know, right, with, yeah, with a TV it, show, if you if have it takes a second off, season. Then they want to have the, it continue, and right. yeah, exactly, exactly, right. yeah. And so with a miniseries, like what, what was the last miniseries? It was like Dinotopia. Like, from fucking... I don't even know what that is. 1994? So. Like, yeah, it, it's real bad. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I, it's, it's cool. I really like that trend. So, yeah, it's worth checking out. Like, I've been, you know, I'm caught up on Game of Thrones now. I'm, like, I think I'm up through the most recent episodes of there. And, uh, but even that is, like, I don't even feel like each season there is its own contained thing. 
Yeah. It's just another 60 minutes of the show. Yeah. Like I, like, I can't tell you what happened in season four, episode four. I have no idea. Right. It was just stuff. Yeah, it's not the same as, like, uh, a more traditional show, like uh, like a Lost, where, well, like, Lost is a traditional show, but yeah. where, like, I can say, like, hey, do you remember the Jack episode where he meets his wife and she's got yeah. to have surgery? Yes. Right? Like, 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 that's the story of that episode? Yes. Um, like, yeah. th- it is structure enough. Even Breaking Bad is, like, kind of bad yeah. at it, but but it's still, you know, there's still the episode where Jesse is with the kid in the house, you know, the, the junkies oh, in the ATM. Such a good yeah, episode. That one. You've got the fly, you've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are Absolutely. isolated events, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, like like the best episode of Lost is the one where Desmond's, like, mind keeps yeah. drifting back and forth. Yeah, I mean, my favorite things are the, are your, your justifieds, really, where it's like, you have episodes, so you have, like... The, the Hitler collection episode and like all of these other like single episodes and then you have this larger story going on that is also amazing you know like that part I, I really I mean Lost was the same way where you, each episode has got its story and then it also has the overarching story totally um, yeah but there is also I, I think that for binge watching shows like True Detective and Fargo and you know you're American Horror Story, that's what it's really made well for. Is you can just sit down and be like, I'm going to watch 12 episodes all in a day. Because, <laughs> you know, fuck it. It's Sunday. Sure. You know? Um, so, yeah. It's good. It's really good. Rad. Cool. What else uh, What else have you really enjoyed? Are, do, do you have the bug? Do you feel like, man, I want to, next year I want to come back and, and do a con, even for a day? Yeah. Yeah? Totally. Cool. I mean, here's the thing. You're going to be like any other convention you go to almost is going to be kind of disappointing by comparison because the word on the street is that we um, are officially the third biggest convention in the country. This. Yeah. After after New York Comic Con and, and Denver San, Con, and San Diego Comic Con. Like this. And then yeah. after that comes stuff like PAX and, and other stuff like that? No, or? no, no. no, no. Uh, comic, comic convention. Oh, specifically. Right. Okay. So like E3 is bigger than this, obviously. Uh, but no, yeah, but like, that's also such a different thing. Like, yeah. like that, that is primarily a trade true. show true, and, true, and true. press yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that kind of and stuff. I, I, I honestly don't know how big PAX is, but um, no, it's really it's bigger than like Dragon Con, Emerald City Con, like the other conventions that have been a big deal for a really long time. Sure. Um, C2, or not C2, E2, uh, whatever the Chicago Con is, uh, I can't remember. C2. Um, well, C2E2 <laughs> is the video game one. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's huge, like, and it's only gonna get bigger, honestly, at this point. That's cool. You know? it, so. it, it's really rad. Yeah. How like soon do like when they when tickets go up? Yeah. So so how early do they go up, and how soon do like the three day passes sell out? Uh, I don't think it was that quick. Okay. You know, this is it's still very approachable. I mean, because like you know, I'm kind of an introverted person. Right. Um, and this, you know, I've been here for about five hours at this point, and it's at the same time, it's like no big deal. Yeah, but it's also like ooh, like there's a lot of people. It's kind of a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like a lot yeah. to take in. But yeah. I don't know. It's still rad. Yeah, but it's, you also don't know awesome. any of these people, so fuck them. <laughs> like you know, sure, what I, do they care? I guess you're not like dressed as anything weird, so yeah. it's not like anybody is judging you. Well, I in fact you're judging them. You're like, you're, that's a shitty Joker costume. Go off, go the fuck. I, home. I did see a um, uh, like one of the new jo- the, the new Joker from what Suicide Squad? Oh, really? Yeah, I saw one. Like like tattooed up and yeah, like yeah, with, with the with the the yeah. Wow, that's that is very forward thinking of that person. It looked it looked okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like I kind of think that Joker design looks kind of dumb, but that's also you know like whatever. Until we see it in a movie, like, yeah, like you can't really judge it. Yeah, so. I also don't really know anything about the Suicide Squad to begin with. So yeah, whatever. they're cool. It's gonna be it'll be a fun movie probably. Cool, sweet. 
Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else for you. All right. Rad. Well, th thank you for the report. <laughs> I'm, gl I'm, gl I'm glad that Comic-Con is doing well by you. So. I am glad it is, too. So. Yeah. Glad you got to spend some money. Cool. Rad. Thank you. Yep. Bye, Dan. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Real Nerds interview at Denver Comic-Con 2015, and we'll see you next year. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6Nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover. And also, Spark Mandrill, for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.